Are you ready? Come on! Ladies and gentlemen, now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Introducing the moment you've all been waiting for. Joy, joy, the count. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's me. Sean T. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how to introduce a show. Yeah, we do. My name is Kervin. My name is Megan. Episode 4, Join Accounts. Back up in this motherfucker like we left something. Like we forgot. Yeah, you know how like a you... A glass leave... slipper. There it is. Now, I was thinking like, you know when you leave a party and you get to your car, you're like, you're holy like, oh, shit. shit, I, I left my, my favorite lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> so you bring your favorite lip gloss to a party? Sure, you gotta like touch up. Okay. See, that's things about being a woman that I don't understand. Yeah, like you can't just go to a party with nothing. I mean, you can, obviously, but usually if you're going out, you know, you got your cell phone, you got your ID, maybe some cash. Mm -hmm. Definitely have lip gloss. Okay. Those are the essentials, really. I remember like those days. Hand sanitizer. Yeah, that's a girl. All my female friends have hand sanitizers in their their purse. Because bars and places are disgusting. But see, all right I was going to go off on a tangent. Let's not. You sure? Yeah. I was going to say, that's why my immune system is so fucking awesome. I have an awesome immune system, too. I, I come be- into contact with every organism known to man. I bet you my... Why are you making that face? What face? The, the, here we go again. This nigga thinks he's better yeah, than me. Yeah, he always talk about why he's better than me. Or if I make an assertion, he's like, yeah, well, you, you think that? Well, this is what I think. This is why I'm better. <laughs> is this how you purge yourself every episode? You tell them what you hate about me? <laughs> I never say anything about you like that. Oh, okay. Do I? I don't know. Hmm. I always get the impression like this is the time for you to let it out, what you've been thinking for like the last week. How was your week? My week was fucking awesome. Yeah? Not really, no. <laughs> I love how your default was. Yeah. My week is fucking awesome. Because I thought it was awesome, but then I remembered, I've, I've been tired all fucking week. Yeah, me too. I've been feeling like I want to change. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, you you live with me. I, I had a tough week. Yeah, you got back problems. Me. Yeah, not only that, but my week at work was hell. It was really bad. Really? It was the worst week ever? I mean, not worst week, but the last two shifts I had. I went nine hours oh, yeah. before my first break. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's more than some people work in a day. I can't even imagine that. And I still had, you know, three more hours to go. That's, that's inhumane. It is inhumane. Somebody's got to, like, look that up and redo the entire system. And no one's going to care about this except for me. But I'm just going to vent this out. I care, baby. I know you do. On both Wednesday and Thursday, they floated... On Wednesday, four of our nurses to other units, and on Thursday, two of our nurses to other units, leaving us with no resources and no CNAs, meaning nobody to break us and nobody to help us with all of the shit that we have to do. Anyway, no one cares about that. I do. We get shafted all the time like that. You get the shaft? We get the shaft no lube. What about what about the balls? Right in the butt. Wait a minute. You're the one that was telling me about masturbating underhand. I wasn't telling you about masturbating underhand. I was making the motion at breakfast of cleaning your nails with a nail brush and it looked like I was jerking something off. 
And, and like, you you were like, no one does it on their hand. Who jerks off? You don't know. How many people have you watched jerk off? <laughs> I mean, really. Um. Oh, you actually have watched people jerk off before? I'm counting porn. Oh, That's okay. the only people I've seen jerk off. You're counting porn and what else? That's it. <laughs> That's it. I've never been in front of another guy with his dick out okay. and a hard on. All right. I saw a picture on Tumblr, twins naked with their dicks hard. That's so awkward. It was reblogged with comments like, yes. What? Well, and, I mean, think about it, though. Men have a thing about twin women. They're like, yes, I fuck twins. Okay, yeah. I don't know, I guess I was in my heterosexual head. Fucking cis, cis-sexual. And you know what's funny? I scrolled back up to get a better look at the pictures because it was like a photo set. Like yeah. five pictures of them naked with their dicks out. Like twin brothers in front of each other. I don't know who took the picture. They probably had it on a timer. We don't got to get deep into it. They were twins, but their dicks looked different. I was looking. You looked at their dicks I, that hard? They it was hard. Identical twins, identical twins. And they had different looking dicks? And they were butt-ass naked. Hmm, that's interesting. With their abs all... Tell me more. I don't want to tell you no more. What were we talking about? Were they circumcised? I can't remember. I didn't look at the head. I have a confession about yeah. circumcised dicks. Tell me. I don't know if any other woman feels this way. Tell me everything. I'm, I'm always curious about... I literally can't... I've seen a fair amount of dicks in my day. Okay. <laughs> Both on, uh, you know, a screen and in the flesh. Okay. I can't tell if someone's circumcised or not. Hey, let me pop out my dick. <laughs> I'm very familiar. <laughs> I'm really familiar with your dick. I guess the only way you can... Can you tell when it's hard? I, I feel like you can't tell when it's hard. You can definitely tell when it's not hard. Right. But And you I, can really tell when it's hard. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Maybe I'm just not like, I mean. Looked at it. Yeah. I mean, you don't really, most people don't just like stare at the dick. Nobody wants to look at a dick. Sometimes I look at my own dick and I think to myself, no fucking wonder girls hate this shit. I mean, it's not. It's not a pretty motherfucker. Yeah. That one time that I posted, well, that one time. That first time that I posted my <laughs> dick on Tumblr. <laughs> I still can't believe you've ever posted your dick on the internet. Well, that was because in that rare moment, I was so proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting ready to jerk of off course. the twins. <laughs> the twin guys. <laughs> the twin guys. <laughs> and I was looking at it. I was like, man, this shit looks majestic. I was like, I'm going to take a I fucking picture. I need to share this with the world. Yeah. And that was the first, that was probably, I think that was the first time I've ever taken a picture of my dick. I've never measured my dick. I've never like. Put it side by really? side. Yeah. I thought every guy had measured this I think thing. every girl thinks that. I think that that's probably like 99.9% .9 of guys have measured their dicks. Probably. I never measured my dick. And I never took a picture until that day. Wow. And when I posted it, I posted it online and went to like wash dishes or You're something. You're crazy. Yeah. I, I waited like an hour before I, I checked what the comments were. Now, what do you think about this? Do you think that... Posting dick pics on the internet is uh, not offensive, but like that similar thing of like getting unsolicited. You know what I mean? Like, shit, I didn't want to see your dick. Or do you feel like because it's Tumblr, people just expect to see dicks on there? Um, I think it's that first one that you said. Unsolicited? You think it's a little, you're like, ugh. It depends on the person because, again, like 
Because I like a lot of my male followers, not like in a sexual way. Yeah, you like them. But I feel like if I just saw their dick pop up on my thing, mm-hmm. it would it would make me like, Ugh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that? A creature? And then I'd be like, okay. Yeah. But you got great, you know, you got great feedback. That's what I mean. But I mean, there were people that were also saying, not directly commenting. But like, no, no one wants to see that shit. Yeah. Basically. There were a couple of guys, guys specifically. Well, yeah. And some girls. I feel they like, like they Nobody, nobody, guys, nobody, people that no one, still everyone say wants to see your dick. Yeah. yeah. And that's the truth. Like, for the most part, that's, that's how I felt as a man. That nobody cares about the male body, nudity, and nobody cares about the male genitalia. Now, I think that... As a lover of dicks myself, mm-hmm. I would rather see a dick on a whole naked body than just like an isolated dick. An isolated picture of a dick does nothing for me. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the individuals providing them. If you are at all offended, eat a dick. In terms of sexuality and sexual attraction for me, mm-hmm. I... It takes me some time to, I don't usually see people and feel attracted to them immediately. So seeing a random body part really does nothing for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess if I just saw just Like it could be the most beautiful pair of breasts, but if it's just like breasts, it it doesn't do anything for me. I wrote a tweet like that one time. Yeah? Yeah. Where I said, it's not about the titties, it's about who they're attached to. Yeah. That's what it is. That's that's like my sexuality summed up in a nutshell. Yeah. So when I see at least a full body, I can create a, a persona in my head yeah. based on, you know, someone's features. and uh, Like like she falls up? Yeah. She posted a picture of herself. I think she was like in her car and she just let like... A little bit of nipple. Yeah. That shit was sexy. Are you kidding me? That shit was... I wanted to tell you about that. I wanted I to make it. sure Trust you saw me. it. I saw it and I sent her a private message. Yeah, she looked really good. Yeah, and, and like... It was like... It was... The right mix of sexy. Exactly. It was tasteful. Yeah, it was... It was. I want to say classy, but yeah. I don't... Yeah. I don't know if I would... It was class. beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Like, I looked at it and I'm like, am I seeing every... Am I seeing it? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, is that a shirt? No, that's a... That's a little bit of nipple. Yeah. Yeah, it was, was... It was sexy, and the, the light was coming in nice. Yeah. She looked The expression angelic. on her face. Yeah. yeah. She had this look on her face like she just came. Yeah, like a little smirky. No, there was no smirk. Not smirky. It was um, like breathy, like... Like exhaling, like... <laughs> we were like, we got way too into that picture. I'm saying, though, it was a really good fucking she's picture. She's gonna like, listen to this and be like, those fucking creeps. No, she's gonna post more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. You know, somebody told me one time to pluck my eyebrows. I know. And I did it? Yeah. And I'll never do that shit again. I mean, a little, a little in the middle wouldn't kill you. It didn't kill me, but it didn't add to my life. Of course not. And, and the whole act of doing it made me feel weird. You know? I did it twice, actually. Maybe three times. I believe you. You know? I've gotten about four pedicures in my life. I might do that again. I was almost going to ask you if you wanted to get a pedicure today. You were going to ask me? Yeah, like together. Okay. I was trying to turn that around and make it seem like you were emasculating me, but I couldn't find it, so I stopped. Because like I said, I've gotten four pedicures. Maybe five. I've lost count. Yeah, you used to get pedicures before we would see each other. How did you know that? Because you told me. I did? Yeah, because no, I was watching you. Like, what do you think? Like, Because I don't tell anybody that shit. I told you? You told me. You'd be like, I got a pedicure, I got a haircut. Like, 
You were you were getting. I told you all that. Yeah. That shit that happens behind the scene that nobody's supposed to know. You know what that's like? That's like when you walk to someone's house and it smells good, and then you see the Glade plug-in, and it takes away from how good it smells. You know what I mean? Like hide the source of the good smell and shit. That's why I never bleach my mustache when you're around. <laughs> You don't want to see how how the sausage is made. Let me see. Is that a, is that a term? Yeah. You don't want to see how the sausage is made. I mean, I fucked it up. I'm sure. I've never heard anything like that. That shit is amazing. I'm start saying that shit. You want to look at my mustache? I don't see anything. Oh, I see. Oh, you call that a mustache? Yeah. You call that a mustache? It's a little mustachey. You want to know what a mustache is? I can see it sometimes. It looks like a Fu Manchu. You can see it, but it has to be the right light and the right angle. That's not a mustache. That's because I work at it. That's like me showing you a, a, a acorn and telling you that's my dick. And you're like, nigga, that's not a dick. No, that's nothing like that. Nigga. I just showed you hair on my upper lip. That's like a mustache. Not only is the hair trans, I can't even see the color. That's because I bleach it. You do? Yes. I thought you were joking. No. Oh, my God. What color is it? What color is the hair? The hair on top of your head? Holy shit. <laughs> I just figured something out. You. Oh my god, see this is why I don't do this. It takes away from my feminine mystique. No, your mystique is intact. I'm just I'm just surprised. I didn't know you actually bleached it. I mean it's like the hair like, you know, I mean it's not as dark and thick as my eyebrows, but I'm a brunette. Okay. Like I don't grow translucent hair. Oh, okay. Cause so you got little baby hairs right here on on the side of your like sideburns. Yeah. Like by by underneath your your jaw like around your jaw. Yeah, not this. That yeah. that's just like skin fuzz yeah so that's what i imagine what was on your upper lip no no it's like straight up mustache oh, man. you know there were times i was out in public with my mom and she said some shit like oh i forgot to shave and she wasn't talking about her vagina she was talking about her face <laughs> why'd you go straight to vagina you know women shave their legs right and of armpits of like course. you're like when she was talking about shaving she wasn't talking about her vagina because i mean she had pants on so it didn't matter if she shaved her legs oh, wow. i mean she also had pants on so it didn't matter if she shaved her right? vagina but uh, I've never laughed so hard when my mom says that shit. Because I'll sit there and look at her in the sunlight. High noon. We're waiting at the bus stop. And she's got a mustache like I had when I was 13 when it was coming out. <laughs> she got pre-pubescent boy mustache. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel so bad for her. You know, like, I imagine my mom in high school. My mom tells me stories about herself in high school. She's a pretty lady. I mean, she is a pretty lady. Yeah, but I mean, you know, she grew up poor. She grew up poorer than we grew up, than my sister and I. She was probably the third of 12 children. Yeah. She had the hand-me-downs. I think she went to Booker T. Washington High School. And that's none of that shit's important. Except once I saw her school ID. And I can imagine her like walking through the halls with a backpack, worried about some test that she's got to take at seventh period. Like suddenly my mom was a real a person. person. Yeah. yeah, mine too. My mom was really poor too, and she had like, I mean, she probably doesn't want me like broadcasting it, but like, yeah. uh, her school like made her prom dress or bought her prom dress and gave it to her. Like, High school? Yeah. It was wow. like a big deal. Like, she has pictures of her opening up the box and like crying and stuff because she couldn't afford, you know, a dress to go to the dance. Yeah. Shit's amazing. Yeah, because I mean, you but know. But it feels like it still doesn't feel real. What do you mean? It's like, real to her. It's her memory. Of course, no, but I'm saying, like, how do I describe it? Like, even though I see her as a real person, like, I can't connect 
that that was her, her then life. and this is her now. Yeah, that's especially that, because it's so different. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When I saw my mom's ID, she suddenly had a history. Yeah. Like my mom, my parents were always just parents. Right. In my head, they were always who they were since I were I was born. Yeah. But what's weird is when I was born, they were in their early twenties. Mine too. You know how fucking crazy that is? Yeah. Do you remember being in your early 20s? Can yeah. you imagine having two kids? I was a hot fucking mess. I heard about you. I heard about you. <laughs> I was in no position to be raising a child. When my father's mom died, that was probably one of the first times that I saw him as a human. Mm-hmm. I felt like such a shitty person because I didn't know what to say to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that that has a lot less to do with you and a lot more to do with how you grew up. Well, of course. But I felt like all that were excuses. And I didn't have any excuse to not be able to say something to my father when his mom died. That's hard. How old were you? This was about three years ago. Four years ago, maybe? I can't remember exactly the year she was she died. And a part of me was going to, like, chicken out. I felt like... Because I wasn't living at home. Yeah. And all I had to do was not go to their house. <laughs> and I could avoid the whole thing. Sweep it under the rug. Oh, your mom died? Cool beans. Can I borrow the car? I want to go to work. <laughs> I can't remember what I said to him, but I did say something. I said something. Something that um I felt could pass for, like, condolences or something, mm-hmm. you know? Although, she was not my favorite grandmother. <laughs> Duh, it's all right. You can't laugh that loud into this. Trust me, baby. Trust me, I can't. <laughs> okay, you can't laugh that loud into my ear space. Okay, I'm sorry. I know that sounds horrible. <laughs> but man. Yeah, my grandmother, she was difficult. I had I had the, the dichotomy of grandmothers between both grandmothers. Yeah? Like my mom's mom was the Like the, the warm making cookies for you. Yeah. She was sew a button on your shirt type grandmother. Yeah. And then my mom, my father's mom, she never smiled. Hmm. If she ever laughed, it ended just as quickly as it began. I mean, she had she had some happy moments, and you know, I don't want to go too deep into it, but yeah. she was she was a horrible person. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, she was, she was, and I try to imagine my aunts and uncles and my father growing up yeah. in that household. Well, it gives you some insight into why. You know, when you when you know your parents' family mm-hmm. as an adult, yeah, or look back at it as a kid, you start to put the pieces together as to why they are certain ways. No. When I, you know, learn things about or experience my dad's siblings, um, when I think back to my memories of my grandpa and my grandma, you know, when I think about my mom and her family, like, it really does shape who you, I mean, it think fills of how in the much blanks. our family shaped us. What do you mean? You know, the way we are is because of how we grew up. Oh, okay. Such okay. a huge part of it, and it's the same for them. It's funny because as human beings, we... Uh, we excuse ourselves from things because we're looking at it from our perspective. But mm-hmm. when other people do things, we think it's them like internally yeah. being a good or bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought that that was an interesting thing that we do as humans. Uh, we just we have this quick judgment. Yeah. As to people's motivations and actions. I was thinking about that this morning when you were reading that stuff on Facebook. 
about that girl. Yeah. A part of me was like, well, I could see how this isn't too bad. But then I couldn't make that call because I didn't know who she was as a person. Right. You know what I mean? Because maybe if I knew her and her daughter, then all of that didn't wouldn't seem like wild. But when I think of Facebook, I know Facebook is populated with different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. But when I think of Facebook, I think idiots. Yeah. I think dummies. I think stupid fucks. And that's why I don't have a Facebook. So that's how I judged her. I judged her through those lens. She's a stupid fuck who's asking a bunch of stupid fucks how to raise a daughter. Yeah. But I was also thinking just now at lunch, I was just looking around at everyone. And I just thought, all these people... They all have different ideas. Yeah. They have they, different experiences. They've all, they've all felt heartache and loss. Yeah. They've felt embarrassed and ashamed. They've felt joyous. Yeah. Like, they've gone through the same spectrum of emotions that we have and, ex- you know, different experiences. That's the good part of it, when you think about it. Yeah. It but gives I, you compassion as a human being. Exactly. That's the That's the goal, I think. I also think about... The other side of that, which is... They don't know what I've been through? No, no. (laughs) For some reason, I imagine them at their worst. Mm -hmm. I imagine them on on their worst behavior. Yeah. Their worst thoughts. For instance, I always think about my coworker in New York. Mm -hmm. Who was a fucking piece of shit. Yes. I remember his thought process. It was really selfish. Mm Mm-hmm. It was everything that he could do to further himself while stepping on everybody else right. to get where he wanted to go. And he could easily have a conversation with you and treat you like a friend, but he was stabbing you behind your back. I thought about that entire diner that we were just at, and I looked at everyone, and I imagined that they could be that person. And I could actually see them mm-hmm. as that person. We all could be. I can't be. I will never shit on somebody else. No, but we all could be. We all have the capacity for that. That's the thing. Even though that's not who we are. That's true. We all have the capacity for that. And when you look really deep, what you end up finding is someone very insecure. Yeah. Very hurt. Yeah. And very scared. Yeah. And, and I also thought he was a little narcissistic. A like lot the, the of textbook people who are term. a little bit narcissistic are incredibly, and maybe we're using, maybe I'm using the terms wrong, but... People who we view as narcissistic are, on the flip side, just as insecure. Oh, of course. He was insecure about everything. Everything. I could see him as he he, he, he needed to have the latest car, the latest phone. Yeah. And he would tell you about because it. Because they're covering yeah. up for all of that stuff that they're deficient in. But I had the stupid thought while we were sitting in the diner and I was looking around at everyone and I was imagining them at their worst. I also imagined that... Every single one of them has free will mm-hmm. to do whatever they want. Right. Right? And for a split second, I could see why someone in power would want to control the population. That's quite a leap. I, but yeah, just imagine, you've got all these people living everywhere. That's why it's amazing that we put up with the shit that we put up with as a society. You want to know why we do it? Why? Because we get used to it. Yeah, but like, look at the shit that's going on right now in terms of police brutality. Yeah. For one of many examples of things that are poisoning our society. Yeah. 
Now, I feel like since people are listening to this, I have to throw out disclaimers to, you know, defend myself. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm not talking about every police man or woman, Mm -hmm. every police force, or even a majority of them. Mm -hmm. But you cannot deny that there's a problem with corruption and um, brutality in police forces in our country, particularly that affects black men. So you look at a problem like that and you say, why the fuck are we putting up with this? Like when there are so many more citizens than there are bad policemen. Yeah. Why is this still going on? And why do people fall all over themselves to defend the people who have done horribly indefensible things? Yeah. Why? I like to think that it's because um, we're not outraged enough. We're more outraged in the last three years than right? we've been three years before I that. that. I think that we feel helpless sometimes. I definitely feel helpless. Like, what am I going to go do? I feel, sit out on my lawn and I, be like, fuck the police? Yeah. I mean, that's not the answer either. No. You know I, another thing I'm scared of, baby? What? That I feel, I feel a lot of us are feeling. Like we're desensitized. I don't really feel that so much because I still feel very sensitive every time. No, I do. I do. But I also, I do feel like a little bit, and I hate myself for feeling like that. Like scrolling past a story of another. I'm like, again? You're like another black man that unarmed that got killed. And like a part of me can separate that. It's not happening in this neighborhood. Right. It's not happening to my friends. It is, though. It is. It is, because we saw it last weekend. I mean, but we don't know what happened. We've seen it so many times. We've, I mean, it's, it is. It is everywhere. And it's, I guess it's like, I guess there's just a selfish part of us that's like, I still got to live my life. That's what I'm saying. So what am I supposed to do? I mean, you have to commit yourself to a cause and like commit time and energy to something you saw how i just said it's happening over there it's not happening in my neighborhood it's because we're so disconnected yeah we need to start thinking like like that your neighborhood is my neighborhood because we're human beings yeah because this is wrong on a human fucking level i don't care about politics i don't care about any of that stuff. I care about my fellow human beings. Yeah. And why is this... Why is this allowed to occur? Why are we accepting this? Why have we accepted so many things in humanity's history that are atrocious? I think we need to get used to it. I think the initial shock wears off. Yeah. This is a bad comparison. But the price of gas went up. Yeah. And then it went down. And we were so happy when it went down. That we didn't realize it was 10 cents more than it was two months ago? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, they raise it again. We're like, holy shit, it's 379. And then they lowered it down to 310. And we're like, oh, it's 310. All right. All right. But, you know, before that, it was that fucking two- 275. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just get used to it and we just continue to live our lives because, you know, you still got that test on money that you got to study for. And this person still got to fucking deal with shit at work. This person's dealing with that. You know, we're all like living our separate lives that we have to turn that off because it's happening over there. Right. And we shouldn't. 
We shouldn't, but we also, my, the way that I live my life is at least everybody, and I feel like if everybody lived like this, we'd all be a lot happier. Not that my way is the best way, but if all we did in our lives was be kind to the people around us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still set limits. You can still, you know, whatever. You still don't let people walk all over you. But mm-hmm. if all we did, each person individually, and this sounds very naive, but I don't It's care. not naive. You want to know why it's not naive? Because Continue it's, your thought. Because it's possible. <laughs> it is possible, except all we're ever told about ourselves is how pieces of shit we are. We have... Like, it's not hard to be nice to people. It's not, it's not hard to be nice to people, but it's hard to be nice to strangers. I don't think so. I mean, it's not once you do it. But before you can bring yourself to be nice to a stranger, you're thinking, how will they interpret my niceness? Will they take advantage of me? Right. Like, for instance, that guy wanted a, a hitchhike. Remember that day? That guy wanted yeah. a hitchhike? What was your thought process? We gave it to him, but I was so scared he was going to rob us. You see? And he just needed help. Right. But I was thinking the same thing. But I was willing to help him. But I was on guard. I was thinking, all right, if he if he moves like that that other day, the other day too, when I when I give money to that guy in the parking lot, and then after the fact, I was thinking, I just got fucking ripped off. Why was his hood open if he said he needed gas money? Yeah, that's the type of shit that makes me not want to be kind right. to strangers. But when you look at it as as, as from the perspective of. I'm going to be kind to my fellow human. Regardless? Yeah. And what he spends this $20 on really isn't my business if I'm choosing to give it to him. How many of us can really do that? Well, I mean, you don't have to give $20 to everybody. No, I'm talking about the act of being kind to a stranger. We've been well, programmed. You, you know, I'm not saying you have to go out of your way. No, you to, don't go out of your way if it, if it shows up in your life. Right. That, you know, that opportunity to be kind. I mean, I I guess it depends on how frequently you're around strangers. I feel like the people that I come into contact with in my life, I find it easy to be nice to them. Now, if I were a police officer, that's probably not the case. What do you mean? I mean, imagine the kind of shit that you see and deal with. It's probably, I mean, in their line of work, you can't always act like that. There's a gif going around, an episode of Scandal. The police officer is saying, you know, this town, they don't respect me. Have you seen it? I didn't see, I didn't see the episode, but I've seen the gif. I bet you every time we say gifs, everybody on the other side is thinking, GIF. it's gif, you fucking ignorant fuck. I'll never say gif. Neither will I. So I've seen GIFs and photo sets about this, and the police officer is yelling at Olivia, saying how the community doesn't trust him right. or his uh, profession, mm-hmm. and how they're all taught to hate him and to question him and disrespect him, and how he puts his life on the line for like seven years. Every day he, he kisses his his wife and his kid goodbye. He goes out there to protect these people. Mm-hmm. And he, uses, he uses those terms, these right. people, you people. One of the last things that he says is... Um, it's not his his right to question my authority or something like that. Yeah. Can you imagine how many cops feel like that? So I feel, I mean, I feel like he's only half right. I feel like he's right in the sense that... His it, job is dangerous. It's a dangerous, difficult job. Yeah. But at the same time, 
we do have the right to question the authority of the police if what they're doing is inappropriate. Do you remember that video that I showed you about like two months ago? And it was a police officer. In the car? No, not in the oh. car. In the house. Yes. He came through the guy's house. There was two teenagers in there. One of them was recording. I showed you that. You sure you showed me that? Yeah. So you should remember that. Yeah. That the guy's, he's trying to arrest him on the couch. And he's like, he came into my house. I didn't give you permission to come into my house. And he's asking him the he's whole like, time. Please, what I don't want this guy to shoot me. Please keep videotaping. And he keeps asking him, what do you arrest him? He keeps saying, for what? Yes. And the guy's like, I don't have to answer to you. Put your hands. That's all yeah. he keeps saying. Yeah. That's all he keeps saying. And we're taught that if you ask those questions, that you're supposed to get an answer and that you, you it's your right as a citizen, to be notified what you're being detained for. And instead, the cop is saying it as if a parent... How dare you? Like a parent saying it to a child when a child says, how come I can't have yeah, ice cream? because and, I said so. Exactly. That's how he was saying it. He said yeah. it many times yeah. because that was his fucking attitude. Right. I'm not supposed to explain anything to you. I got a badge. I am the law. Right. Where did they get that notion? I don't know. Because if the guy's just asking, what did I do? Why are you arresting me? Right. If you have good reasons for why you're arresting him, right. why not tell him? I don't know. I just feel like it's it's gotten so complicated. And all that does is build more resentment towards the police. Exactly. More of an us versus them yeah. type mentality. They were there were four cops having lunch at, at the Vietnamese restaurant Friday night. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, a little part of me hated them. I used to up until about maybe two years ago. Anytime I'd see police officers, the feeling I would feel inside was safety, a little bit of admiration, mm -hmm. um, gratitude, that kind of stuff. Of course, it has a lot to do with how I grew up and never having had a bad experience in experience with cops now when i see police officers i have a negative feeling mm -hmm. and that's not really fair either but it also works in their favor for me to have a negative feeling about them for all of us to fear them fear yeah because if we fear them we'll listen to them next time well yeah it's easier to control us you gotta know that you gotta at this point you have to choose in certain situations with police officers you have to choose your rights or your protection and you should be protecting your life above all costs and unfortunately that's going to mean right now you know that means giving up your rights and that i'm not saying that that's right that is a horrible choice to have to make as a human being um to give up your freedom and what technically is your right as a citizen but that's what people are having to teach their kids more now you need to listen to the police because if you don't, bad things might happen. And that's not fair to anybody. No. That's not fair to the police. That's not fair to the children. That's not fair to the people. It's not fair to the, yeah, it's not fair to the people. Now, what And there are a lot of really good police officers out there. Yeah. And that's the sad part because it, it's a polarizing profession to be in. No. Because pe people either love you or hate you. No. And that's, that's a very difficult position to be in. And I think naturally people like that 
are drawn to the people that love them. And sometimes those people are idiots. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You know, if, if you find yourself constantly siding on one side or the other, I think that that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Even though my, my initial reaction is one thing, I'm able to step outside of myself a little bit and, and get a more neutral perspective. However, I'm afforded that luxury, like we've talked about before, because I'm white, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't face the same danger in interacting with, the, with a police officer as pretty much any other sex or race. White women no. are probably the least affected by, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but probably the least affected by police brutality and violence. What would you say if I told you that about five years ago, I read an article that they were talking about the militarization, militarization. militarization of the police and seeing what's been happening as of late. It's crazy. I mean, if you look at news footage of any of these areas that are having protests and you see the type of <laughs> weapons and gear that the police have, you would think they're in fucking war zones. I saw a, a, a news clip once. This was probably like three years ago. I was still living in New York and I went to go visit my parents. I can't remember what channel they had on, but it was showing this clip of something that was happening in another country. I want to say somewhere in South America mm -hmm. or maybe somewhere in Europe. I can't remember. But I, what I do remember is what I saw. It looked like a fucking movie. Yeah. Like the police, they were in this fucking like formation with their shields, you know, from like above below the eyes straight it was like down we are sparta what's that we yes sparta yeah, yeah 300 yeah they had their shields and they had little eyelets where they can look and there was this crowd of civilians yeah rioting protesting i don't know what the word was fighting for their rights who knows and this it was like a swat team these motherfuckers were moving the way they were moving like synchronized swimmers yeah the view was like from a helicopter above yeah. so you just see one side versus the other side it's scary and they all moved like they were moving like in increments they were right. pushing the crowd back and people in the crowd were throwing shit back yeah. at the police yeah. they were they were angry they were yelling and the police you know they were moving like army they were moving like fucking foot soldiers from teenage mutant ninja turtle and i remember seeing that and thinking to myself where is that happening all this shit that i'm reading is coming true and then in the last year, that's all we've heard about. Right. Fucking tanks rolling down your street. Now, do you think that that is as a result of it happening more often? I'm talking about both the militarization of the police as well as victims of police, police brutality, shooting unarmed suspects. Do you think that that's because we're seeing more of it or because it's happening more? That's hard to say. It's really hard to say. You know? I mean, it's clear we're seeing more of it now because... It's getting a little more of a spotlight shown on it. But I also like to think it's happening more. It seems like it has to be. Because it's happening like once a week. 
Yes. Or if, if you have a quiet week, you're going to have two the next week. And it's always some, it's an unarmed man or it's always like, it's never, it never seems justified. But then again, you're not, we're not getting the full picture. But still, somebody fucking died. But then, and then you hear the flip side of like a guy holding a gun up in the air, a right. white man with his gun in the air, and the cops like talk him out of it or some shit. Again, I'm not completely informed because when I see that shit, I just, I, I'm like, I can't read this shit yeah. right now. Yeah, no, I understand. But I take it in quickly and I see that, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on, you know? I think they feed each other. I the, agree. The fact that it's happening means the, the police get more gear. They got more gear, more people are getting shot. More people are getting shot, more protesting, more rioting. More rioting, more police gear. Now, this is a, you know, conspiracy theorist point of view, which I, I know love, you're a fan of. I love shit like that. Do you think that it's being broadcast more for two reasons? Tell me. To get us used to the idea of a militarized police state. Yes. And to further the divide of racial tension. Yes. I kind of feel like it is too. Well, now since since we're stepping into conspiracy theory territory. Right. What the fuck is up with all these music videos and their police state imagery? What the fuck is up with all these movies such as RoboCop? Yeah. Foreshadowing the future where we're going to have drone police officers. Yeah. Well, that's that's what they call pre pre predictive pre programming. Yep. Predictive programming. Google it, people. Predictive yeah. programming. So what happens is you, you see it enough in your movies and your TV and, and you your think entertainment. That's not gonna happen. The first time you see it, yeah. Oh, that's never gonna happen. The second time you see it, that's a little weird. Yeah. The fiftieth time you see it, that's life. Yeah. And so when it comes into your into your actual life and not just on your TV screen, you behave the way you, you, you see the actors behave yep. because. You think about... Um, I want to talk about RoboCop for a minute, though. Let's go. Let's go. Because I know we're talking, like, in broad terms. I want to get specific. Okay. Not only... I had a huge problem with that movie, although I did enjoy it quite a bit. You're talking about the remake, yes, right? The, because this is the new the new RoboCop. Okay, because the 87 version, that's my childhood. I won't touch it. I mean, you could still touch it, <laughs> but let me just tell you, the 87 I version, I watched that shit every day growing up. Right. As you remember, I... Didn't particularly want to go to the movie theater and watch RoboCop with you, but I love movie date night with you, so I was like, all right, let's do this. I ended up um, entertained by the movie, but I was disturbed on several levels by mm -hmm. it. First, what we just talked about, seeing this this uh, foreshadowing of what our future could be. And, um, and the way they presented it was like matter-of-factly. Yeah, not like some far off, like this is like 10 years from now. Yeah. This isn't like 2280, like far in the future. And let me just play devil's advocate because there are people that are going to tell you it's just a movie. Oh. Because I don't think they understand the power of our right. entertainment. Absolutely. Quote unquote. Yeah, those people can. When people say it's just music or it's just a oh. movie. I can't, or I can't deal with those it's people. It's just entertainment. You can watch, you know what I mean? I can't like, deal with those people. Those people are not on Because they don't planet. understand the power. The power. Huge. Like, 
most of the shit that I know is because of what I've seen right. on TV. That's culture. That's popular culture. It's called that for a reason. You know what I mean? It shapes the culture. But the other thing, and we talked about this right after the movie. What the fuck? What the fuck is Hollywood doing with Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. He's like, a caricature okay. of himself. Okay. Like, he is literally turned into a caricature of racist craziness between Django yeah. and Robocop. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember the movie that well. That's how much don't I... Don't you remember he was the news reporter? Oh, no, I remember. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. no, I remember that. I remember... I remember he was almost like he was the like mouthpiece. Well, yeah, he was the mouthpiece of America, of the, of the elite. Exactly. He was there, like. But they made him look like a fucking idiot in that movie. They put him in this god awful wig. Yeah. They put him in this like it reminded me of like oh Jeff Turkey, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. some fucking weird seventies pimp caricature put yeah. into a movie to make look stupid. What? I don't know. I feel like that in Django where he's just like, I can't, I I almost wish I hadn't seen that movie because that movie just, that was too much for me. Nah. That was way too much for me. But they, I mean, I feel like people in Hollywood, whoever's in charge of this stuff is, is putting out these products, these characters that are meant to... Mm-hmm. Humiliate black people. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so strange to me. I wonder why he took those roles. I wonder too. I read an article once. I think it was a, a review on uh, the Weekend's trilogy. Yeah. Before reading that article, I had listened to all three mixtapes. Reading the article, it was the first time that I saw it through his eyes, which was the writer's eyes. He said that the Weekend's music is all about popping pills. Yeah. Sex? Not just sex, but like swapping, like fuck the crew. Right. Ever since reading that, every time I hear his songs, I'm like, damn, dude, that's all you talk about. Yeah. It's popping pills. That was was what I thought immediately when I first started hearing it. All I ever heard were the melodies. Oh, see, I'm a a lyrics person. The first thing that catches me is I, I listen to the lyrics probably a year later. Really? I have to listen to it for a hundred times. Wow. See, I like immediately start listening to lyrics. You know, he's an artist, so he doesn't come right out. I mean, sometimes he says, you know, I got a lot of boys. You can fuck my boys. But sometimes he's poetic about it, so I don't see the imagery. He's got a nice nice voice. But not just that. Sometimes his lyrics are, you know, until you see the lyrics in front of you, you're like, holy shit. All he's talking about is pills and fucking... It's like high for this. What's up with that? <laughs> that shit's about anal. <laughs> That's what I thought the first time I heard it. The first time? Yeah, I was like, "What is he want? What What are they talking about?" And I'm like, "The sounds, first time you yeah, heard the song? It sounds like he's trying to convince her to to have anal." Man, the first time I heard the song, I thought, "Wow, this sounds different sonically." You know, oh. I was like, it sounds ethereal. It sounds I celestial. Like, I was like, what do you mean you don't have to use protection? And I'm like, oh, because you can't get pregnant in the butt. <laughs> so you think he's fucking her ass? 
Or she's fucking him in the ass. Well, it would make a lot more sense if she was fucking him with a dildo, because then you really don't need protection. Because, like, you could definitely get AIDS from a dude fucking you in the ass. Like, you might not get pregnant. I mean, I mean, might. You won't get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, so you're saying saying a girl can get AIDS from a guy fucking her in the ass. Definitely. Even if he doesn't have AIDS? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying The weekend has AIDS, either. (laughs) I'm just saying. What about his boys? (laughs) Man, I think about his boys. I think of this dark, lofty hotel room. Yeah. Like, like in Vegas, like one of those where it's like multiple rooms with high ceilings. Yeah. With extravagant, like thick, dark purple black curtains that shut out all the light. You know how he's always talking about like they don't know what time it is because yeah. the shades are drawn or whatever. Yeah. And you don't have to. The clocks don't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and 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 he's just. It's him and, like, eight yoked black dudes just, like, fucking bitches in every orifice. That's a... What song? My boy, the... Initiation? Yeah. Initiation? I mean, that's the image you get. Like, when you get initiated to a gang, you get... You you either get jumped in or you get fucked in. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie with Anne Hathaway? Yeah, I, as a matter of fact, I'm the one that owns it and, and made you watch it. That movie Havoc. Yeah, she wanted to hang out with the Cholos. Yeah, she wanted to hang out with the Cholos. And, and he uh, was like, the only way you hang out is me and my boys, we gotta fuck you. It was something, it was like, they had to like roll a dice and that's how many people they had to fuck or something. Yeah. And she got like... Or I think they rate, they they picked like a card out yeah, of a deck I of cards. I can't remember, I can't remember, but... I remember there was a scene where someone was getting double penetrated and, and then, just being like, <gasps> and then somebody else came into the room. Yeah. Like, someone so- tried to pull one of those on me once. What? I was um, at a party. What year is this? 2001. You're like, nigga, why you ask me specifics? I was drunk and high. <laughs> yes, and yes, allegedly. Um, I went to a party. I was going to take this guy home, and his friend came with him. Looking back on it now, I seem really naive, but... You were being nice to strangers? <laughs> no, like, when it, I guess I wanted to hook up with this guy. You guess? You don't remember if you wanted to or not? Maybe, who knows what I was thinking back then. Okay. Just go with it. Okay. So they were walking me home. We got to my place. And the one guy went into one bedroom, and me and the other guy went into the other bedroom. It was like time to go to sleep, you know? It was Mimi time? It was Mimi time and shit. (laughs) So me and this guy, we start making out. I took my shirt off. So we're like, you know, we're getting into it. Yeah, yeah. You're getting a feel for each other? In walks the other guy. How soon? It was probably like 15, 20 minutes. They coordinated this shit. Literally with his dick in his hand. How did he know you guys were at that stage? A condom on his dick. And he's like, so can I get in on this shit? Did he say that? Literally said that. Did he say that? Yes. So wait a minute. You don't don't remember anything, but you remember that he said that. I remember that. That I remember. He said, yo, so can I get in on this shit? What did you say? What, What did the guy say? Did he, he ask say you? Anything. Did he ask you or he asked he the guy? Just, he just asked the room. Like, yeah, yeah. 
What did you say? I said no. And I grabbed my clothes and put on my clothes and told them to leave. And they did. And the friend is thinking, shit, man. Now I can't get no ass. You should have waited 20 minutes. But what the fuck? That sounds to me like they've the done that before. The guy was not exactly. Because the guy I was with was neither surprised nor disturbed nor like, get the fuck out of here, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. He didn't even say a thing. Like, nah. he was down. Yeah, he was. If you were okay with it, he was like, "Oh, we gonna run the train, or maybe not no train, maybe just at the same fucking time." Oh my god! You suck his boy. Why he? I got a lot of boys. I just, I can't. You can't. I, I can't. What would it have taken for you to say yes? Because you're not, you weren't completely against the idea of two guys at once. I've never been presented with the opportunity of two guys that I wanted to fuck at the same time. Really? I don't know how I would feel about that, really. I mean... What if I brought the... You know, if I gave you that Like option? you and another guy? That yeah. would make me really uncomfortable. Why? I mean, I know why it would make me uncomfortable. For but... a lot of reasons. Because, one, it would make you really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just is not appealing to me at all. What if I said we're going to do a train? I go first, and then he goes, and then I go third, and then I go fourth? No. <laughs> no. All right, what if I just said I go first, and then he goes second? No. Why not? It doesn't appeal to me. I think in the first episode, you said you would love the idea of eight guys fucking you. I'm pretty sure that's not what I said. But not on some violent, because you probably see it violent. No, I don't see it violent. Okay, is eight guys fucking you lovingly? I see it like me loving it, but I don't really want to be part of that. Yeah, yeah. No, see, we were talking about your fantasy, though, and me imagining your fantasy. And in my imagination of your fantasy of me. Man, that's trippy. How do you yeah. even navigate through yeah. that shit? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, because what I understood was... No, I don't have that fantasy. No, I'm not saying you do. I'm oh. saying... I'm saying if if that were the fantasy scenario, would I would love hope it. that I would be loving it. Oh, okay. I mean, why else would I imagine it? Now, I want to know the balls of yeah. these guys. Especially Mr. Condom already on. Yeah! Like... He was probably in the other room, like, those motherfuckers. And started thinking about it and started getting horny and started rubbing his dick. No. And then he's like, that's just... So let's take a shot. There were two. They had to have planned it though, because nah. they probably planned it on the way home as I was stumbling to the dorm room with my drunk ass. They were probably like, "Look at this fucking drunk bitch! I bet she'd let us hit it at the same time." Now I must be. My parents must have raised me really well, <laughs> because I get turned off when I see a drunk girl. Like, oh, that's good. My dick doesn't get harder. Than it already is. It's just, it's just in a perpetual semi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I see a girl stumbling, suddenly she becomes my cousin, my friend, my sister, all the girls that I know. That's good. I I don't think, oh, she's loose right now. Yeah, that's good, baby. That means that you you're pure of heart. I know, but I I like to be a little dirty sometimes. I wish I could run a train on a girl. No. There's, 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 there's a part of me. Right. The same part of me that wants eight guys to fuck you, there's a part of me that I want to be an eighth guy in a gangbang. Okay. 
But I think that it's good that in reality, when you see that uh, a vulnerable girl in front of you, that's not appealing. No. Like, I get turned on when I know that you want to have sex. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine them thinking, watching you stumble and thinking, yeah. yeah. Ooh, we're going to get her so good. Ugh. It's gross. It, It is gross. It's really gross when you think about it. Especially, I don't even know how old these guys were, but I know I was 18. You said 2001. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I just did the math. Yeah, do the math. Yeah, I was 18. Nah. Going on 19. Okay, depends what month it was. Depends <laughs> on what month it was, exactly. But um, if you would have told me that it happened to you... You would have been really excited for me. I would love you a little bit more. I agree. Because then that means that I can get somebody else in the bed with you. No, Kervin, that's not what it means. You really want to get another man into bed with me? No. Yeah, he didn't think so. No. I don't either. I don't even know how I feel about another girl in bed. I don't think we're there. I was at work. I just went into like this daydream where you and I host a party here at our house. And people just start having sex with everybody? Yes. Wow, like a whole swingers party. Yeah, with people from Tumblr. Nice. With our friends. In my dream, it was a party that everyone knew was going to turn into something Right, more. right, right. I assume so. Like, we didn't just, like, suddenly turn on the black light and turn on fucking Marvin Gaye in the middle of the party. Like, every, when everyone you got who invi- came was yeah. DTF. Yeah, when you got your invitation, you knew somebody was going to be licking you or you were going to be licking yeah, somebody. Yeah, wax your shit. Yeah. Get I'm not worried about that. I mean, I wasn't worried about iron that. Iron your shirt. I <laughs> Bring your favorite lip gloss. Seriously, don't leave that behind. Bring your hand sanitizer. Because <laughs> it's going to get dirty. It's going to get dirty in this bitch. So I was imagining that in my head as I was at work, and it got me through the night. I was imagining this hosting awesome. that party, but then I started like... Did you make a nice mental guest list? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody that listens to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All girls. Hey. Tell me, tell we, me, we need some dicks in the mix, too. You tell me what dicks you want oh, here. Thank you. Why not? You can tell me, baby. I have no... There's no specific dicks in mine. So you would leave that up to me to invite the guys? Or I just say, hey guys, who wants to fuck my wife? Who wants to possibly fuck my wife and everybody else on this guest list? You would have a thousand people waiting at the door. Well, have you seen the women of Tumblr? But that's, that's the point of the party. The point of the party was, the point of my dream was, we're all... We all fantasize about that, I imagine... I thought you were going to say, we all fantasize about you in my narcissistic brain. Is that why you were smiling the whole time before I could finish that sentence? You were smiling so hard. I was like, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, the whole point was so you could all worship me? I love you. I wouldn't mind that at all. (laughs) I love you. Yeah, so I imagine all of us on Tumblr, you know, when we see SSTs and we think, oh, what would it be like to fuck her? What would it be like to fuck him? That's not what goes through my head. No? No. This must be strictly male thing. Or maybe I mean, there's some girls. I'm sure there are girls yeah. that think that. But again, like I told you, I don't know. I'm not a super sexual person. Yeah. I am and I'm not. I feel like, you. Again, this is why I dream it. I live out the fantasy in my head. Because in real life, when I really thought about it, it would be chaos. Yeah, it would. People's feelings would get hurt. It could be hella awkward. It could be a whole lot of awkward. But then at the same time, it could be fucking amazing. We could have the right music playing. We could right... play The weekend. We could play The weekend. Oh, just his entire discography. <laughs> Lots of uh, alcohol, some weed, 
if somebody wants to bring any kind of other recreational drugs that they will partake in, they bring it in their purse along with the lipstick. Lip gloss. Oh, I'm sorry. And then, you know, at a certain point, this one's just start kissing that one over there. It gets contagious. Like, oh my God, they're kissing. Come over here and kiss. And before you know it, everybody's like intertwined doing something. But then the awkwardness would be like when it ends, you know? Yeah, because it's not like everyone just finishes at the same time and no. then everybody leaves. It's like it's like in Mad Men when, when, when Donald Draper's fucking some girl and you can see the animal instincts like sh- switch off and they become civilized humans again. When his secretary came by to drop off yeah. the keys and he's sitting there like, oh, a nice piece of ass. She tries to leave. He grabs her yeah. hand. They have sex on the couch and then suddenly the spell is over and they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're humans and we're wearing clothes and... Yes, enjoy your, your Christmas. You. Yeah, I'll it's see you on Monday and uh, blah, 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 blah. I imagine something like that. But that's why I only dream about it because living it would be fucking awkward as fuck. Yeah. I'm not down. Not at all? I'm not DTF. Good. Uh, I just want you to know these conversations are just me feeling you out. Is that what it is? Emergency. <laughs> this episode of Joint Accounts is sponsored by men. Real men. The strong, silent type. The type that ain't afraid to speak about his feelings because he knows being emotional doesn't make you a pussy. The kind of man that means what he says and says what he means. He does what he says he's going to do. You always hear that men are pigs, men are dogs, men are animals. And in all that noise, you rarely hear about men. Real men. The type of men who raise children pay bills, wash dishes, lick pussy, and never complain. Real men. Now back to our show. Forgive me, Father. I never told anyone this before. It has been 16 days since my last confession. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. You better not tell anybody. So this week, uh, I don't really have a confession. That's okay. Yeah. It's got to be hard, like, constantly trying to search your Rolodex, trying to find moments to share with, with us. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty more instances of me embarrassing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll think about it. But uh, this week we actually got a confession from somebody anonymously. Yeah? Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah? I'm on the fucking edge of my seat. You ready? I don't know. Have you read it? Yes. Okay. Tell me. This is my confession. Wait a minute. This is your confession? No, this is Anonymous's confession. And it says, this is my confession. Okay, okay. That's the first line. I've been sleeping with my best friend's husband on and off for about two years now. I love my friend to death. <laughs> I've known her for many years. Yet I don't feel guilty for what we are doing. And I can never, ever tell her. Is that real? That's, it. That's all that was written. You think it's somebody we somebody we follow? I have no idea. I wonder if that felt good for them to write it out. You know what I mean? Like when you you've never said something out loud. I'm sure she said it out loud. Like <laughs> I don't know why I imagined like her driving like with the windows down, like ninety miles an hour, and just I'm yelling it. Yeah. <laughs> like every day on the way to work, just <laughs> just like when she gets to work, she's like, 
Oh, she's like at peace. She's all zen and shit because she just yelled it out to nature and shit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what it would feel like. To be her or to be? To be her. I'm thinking April's my best friend. I can't even wrap my brain around sleeping with her significant other for two years and not caring. Is that what she said? She said she doesn't care? Yeah. She said she doesn't care? <laughs> no, no. She says, yeah, I don't feel guilty for what we are doing. Okay. I mean, yeah. if you don't feel guilty... You don't care? I do not feel guilty. Even if you're, like, in love, you know... Like, I'm trying to... See, Willie is my best friend. Right. And I'm imagining if he was having sex with you for two years behind my back... And you having sex with them because it works that way. And us not feeling bad about it. And me and you just living our lives. I can't, I just can't imagine. I always think of affairs as something like one person's really unhappy. You know, they go searching for something outside of the relationship. So I wish I had so, more, I wish I, know, I could more context. Ask, ask more questions. Yeah. I wish I could. <laughs> you got to think about it. If this is her best friend... Like, obviously, she cares about this person, loves them, yeah, and yeah. thinks that they're a good enough person to call a best friend. Yeah. Then how could that person be sh so shitty to their husband that the husband would want to have an affair? Well, she says she doesn't feel any guilt, but she says she can never tell her. So that's a form of guilt there, right? Like, she feels guilty, too guilty to admit that she's doing something wrong, right? I don't know. Wow. Anonymous, if you're listening, we would love more context to this story because we're nosy motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free to... Uh... No, I just, you know, I, I always, I'm always fascinated by the dynamics of an affair. How come? I don't know. It's, it's so complex usually. You know, there's so much going on. It's not usually just like, Oh, I'm horny. Let me go fuck somebody outside my marriage, mm -hmm. you know? Usually on whoever's part, you know, I like to get inside the mind of a cheater. I, w I wonder what the guy is going through. You know what I mean? Like, he's sleeping next to his wife, and I'm sure he's doing the... I'm sure they, like, socialize. If this is your best friend, this person comes over and, like... Uh-huh, uh-huh, has dinner and... You see him at, at, at Christmas parties or just regular Sunday. That's like you fucking April and April not caring. And me not caring. Well, she didn't say he doesn't care. Well, he... Did it? I gotta read it again. I'm, a, I'm guessing... I think it said we. We don't care? Oh, no. It says, I don't feel guilty about what we are doing. Yeah, I, I threw him in there as well because he's sleeping with his wife's best friend. <laughs> So he can't possibly care either. How much can he care if he's continually having sex with his wife's best friend for the last two years? Two years. Now, now tell me more about me sleeping with April. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you in space. Preguntas. For that is. Motherfucker. We got a few questions, a few comments. The mail, the mailman came by today. Yeah, the ma the mailman came. All right. We've got one left over from a couple weeks ago. 
Don't think I forgot about you, Talia Bobalia. Talia Bobalia. Talia Bobalia. <laughs> I haven't had Bobalia in a long time. What's wrong with you, babe? Why are you even thinking about that? Because I'm hungry. Oh, I'm sorry. What the fuck does that even mean? I bet you it's like some Italian word. Have you ever had Bobalia? I probably did. Like, I don't know, baby. I just eat shit. It's good. I don't look at the label. I don't look at the bread. I just eat shit. People feed me stuff. I don't know if it's pork, beef. I don't know what kind of animal it is. It's just meat. <laughs> I just eat it. You're funny. Uh, anyway, Talia Bobalia says, Hey, guys. Long time listener. First time messenger. This was after our first episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us what your first date was like? Is part Ooh. one of the question. Ooh. And part two, where do you see yourselves in 50 years? 50? Yeah, not Fif- five. 50? Not 10, 50. What the fuck is wrong with Talia? We're old, Talia. Yeah, Talia, what's going on? <laughs> 50 years from now, we're going to be fossils. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. You want to talk? I want to hear it from your perspective. Our first date? Yeah. Okay. Tell the listeners about our first date. All right. Don't beat me up because I don't remember too much of it. (laughs) Well, well, when I say I don't remember too much of it, I don't remember what led up to us having that first date, but I remember the first date. Are you still appalled? Yes, because that was the first time we ever saw each other. How can you not remember each moment? Well... I wasn't, I wasn't talking about that. I didn't count that as our first date. Where do you count our first date? Okay, so you're going to hear my story oh, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> our I'm first so date. Yeah, our first date, according to me, mm-hmm. according to how I lived it, I was on the, on the East Coast, New York, representing Brooklyn. You know how I, you know how I do. Megan was over here in California. And uh, we were doing the long distance thing. We decided we wanted to see a movie together. So... I looked at the newspaper. Wow, I can't, I'm so surprised you considered that our first date, but you're cute. Yeah, and what's crazy was, I didn't look through no fucking newspaper. Right? <laughs> Who the I fuck does even... that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I went to Google and I saw what the fuck was playing and I didn't see the newspaper. Anyway, Crazy Sexy Love, is that what it was called? Stupid Crazy Love? What the fuck is the name of that movie? With, with Michael I Scott? I know exactly, with Michael Scott. I know exactly what you're talking about. Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love, okay. Crazy Sexy Cool. That's what I was thinking, I swear to God, on some TLC shit. Yeah. Um, Crazy Stupid Love was playing, and I called Megan, and we coordinated when she would watch it on the West Coast, when I would watch it. You know, mind you, there's a three-hour difference. We got as close as possible. Yeah, I think we were off by like 20 minutes, maybe? Yeah, yeah. It was really close. I watched it at my theater in Brooklyn. She watched it wherever she watched it and over here. Got out the movie theater, called each other. What did you think? Did you cry? Did you love it? We, we laughed. We both cried. I didn't cry. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Don't lie. And even though I was sitting in the movie theater by myself, the whole time I was watching, I was imagining what she thought as she watched it on her side of the world. Yeah, me and it, too. It was weird. It was like our first... That's what I consider our first date. You're so cute. I'm sorry. That, that's Don't our first... Don't be sorry. I mean, you kind of shat on me when I was... You kind of looked at me like... Ah! Ah! Is that what I looked like? That was the expression on your face, just like that. Well, I thought that you were talking about the first time we met. So when you were like, I don't, I don't remember what led up to that. I'm like, I remember... That's one of the few days of my life... I don't remember our wedding date. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. We talked about that last night. I don't remember what we did that morning. I remember the day that we met 
like it was last week. And you know my memory is shit. Okay, can we hear that? I think they might want to hear that. Okay. So the first time we met, which I, I that's what I thought. I thought you were going to say that was our first date because that was the first time we had dinner together. Okay. So it was September 16th, 2011. I remember being so excited and so mm. nervous that you were coming. We'd been talking for a really long time. You know, all the stuff leading up to that. Almost a year. Oh, man, I just remember seeing you coming down that escalator for the first time. It was crazy at SFO. I remember what I wore. I remember curling my hair. I remember putting on makeup. I remember all of that. I remember waiting at the hotel. I was studying, and then I wanted to make sure I got there plenty early. So I drove to the to the airport early. I bought little things for our hotel room, like, you know snacks and you lit some candles i remember i remember i got the, those green apple candles yeah did you know i read somewhere that green apples supposedly green apple scent makes women it's like an aphrodisiac no i didn't know that yeah that's what i thought when i saw it. i was I like she's trying to get some ass in there no apples, <laughs> apples are your favorite fruit i guess they are but um so I, that's why i got that i didn't know that you, you were paying attention like that i was anyway so our first date was at <laughs> bj's <laughs> So appropriate. Um, in case you guys don't have BJ's, BJ's is a, a chain restaurant. It's like a nicer Applebee's. Is yeah. that a good description? Yeah. It's a brew house and restaurant. So they got they got like everything. Twelve pages on their menu. Yeah. They got everything from pizza to salads to burgers, barbecue. Like they got all sorts of shit. And we sat across from each other, mm -hmm. holding hands the entire time. And everybody must have thought we were like this obnoxious couple because the waitress came and she asked us for our order and we would not let go hands. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I do remember. I also remember I had this shit so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go in BJ's? No, I waited till we got to the hotel. Okay. Yeah. And um, we, we, had, we had dinner at BJ's. We had it was dinner. Amazing. The whole time I, I thought it was surreal because. It was surreal. But not just that, I was meeting you, you know, this person that I've been talking to and, you know, I've seen on Skype and, and to see you. I remember coming down the escalator as well at the airport. Yeah. And I spotted you from a distance. I was afraid I wouldn't be able to recognize you, although I've seen so many pictures Me of too. you. Me too, yeah, because and in, Skype. in 3D, it's, it's so different. Yeah. <laughs> And sitting next to you in the car as we drove yeah. away. I remember feeling so nervous. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find... The, I, I kept trying to breathe and be cool. I was like, yeah, nigga, you, you here. You here. She, she likes you. <laughs> you. You did a big thing. You, you, you here. It's, it's, this is when it starts. But, uh, and I kept, I kept, I kept like, I could feel your nervousness. Of course. Next, next, like sitting next to me in the car. And your nervousness made me more calm. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Oh, she's nervous. I ain't got to be nervous. And I suck my teeth just like that in my head. I love you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was it was awesome. It was a great weekend it that was. we spent. It was fantastic. I purposely only chose the weekend as opposed to a long week. I know. Because I was like, what if I don't like her? What if she doesn't like me? Really? Yeah. I was afraid of... I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I purposely picked a short weekend. In case it didn't work out, we didn't have to be next to each other. What? Yeah. I never had those feelings. I, you know me. You know me. I'm, 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 I'm. Mr. You don't like to be uncomfortable. I don't like to be uncomfortable. 
And not only that, if it didn't work out, I don't want to be there a whole fucking week. You wow. know? I had no, none of that. I mean, you know. As, I as, was sure. You were I sure? Was, I was like. I was sure later on after meeting you. But I mean, when I bought the tickets, I still wasn't sure. I was because I was in love with you. I mean, of course, love. But it's a different dynamic when you're in person. I know, but I just knew. Yeah, I, I I wasn't sure. I still wasn't sold. I needed to test drive for that pussy. Oh my god, you just ruined everything. I know. What's the second part, baby head? Where do you see yourselves in fifty years? Fuck. You think you think we're gonna be friends? You want you want to get divorced right now? You want to break up right now? You take the cat, I take the dog. You can take both the cat and the fucking dog. <laughs> Fuck those two. Those fucking fucking fucks. You love them. Sometimes. Anyway, in 50 years, we will be almost 83. Man. That's just a depressing thought. No, not really. I think so. I mean... I don't want to get... I see old people at the hospital every time I work. Yeah. 83 is old, baby. No, it is. It is. But, you know, I've seen 83-year-olds that look like 60-year-olds because they've taken care of themselves. And this is the best time for us to start taking care of ourselves. I know, but I'm a lazy person. I mean, you're lazy, but I, I know people who are lazier than you, so you're not that lazy. You still you still got a chance to turn it around. We still have a chance to improve on our future. How many things do you want to change about me? I don't want to change anything about you. <laughs> I want you to get those small boobs that you want. I want you to take it I in the ass. You. Oh my god. I'm, I thought you were being serious. No, no. I don't want to change anything about you. I I I welcome any change that you want to invite into your life. I love that. Yeah, I don't I don't want to change anything about you. I don't want to change anything about you. You better not, because I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> uh, 50 years from now, hypothetically, in my head, in our 80s, we spent like the last 50 years drinking a lot of water, getting a lot of sleep, smoking a lot of weed, meditating. I don't smoke weed. I know, but I'm saying, just zenning the fuck out, you know what okay. I mean? So uh, we're doing a lot of classical stretching, you know? Yes. <laughs> And uh, it's like those posts. I saw a post on Tumblr like three days ago. It was a photo set of like old love. Yeah. And these old people were like sticking their tongue out of each other and holding hands. Yeah, and we're kissing. gonna be total weirdo old people cute. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be still going to yeah. IHOP and sharing a, a meal. <laughs> Getting the senior citizen discount. Yes, we're gonna be like, yes, I get the waffle I get the, for half off. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so excited for the senior citizen discount. Yeah. Um, I just saw you old in yeah, my head. Yeah, I'm gonna be farting. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'm not gonna hold my farts in anymore. You don't. I was just gonna say, how is that any different from who you are right now? I talk about in public. I don't fart in public, <laughs> as long as there's no one around. But I mean, you know, I'm gonna be like at the checkout line at Seven Eleven. Somebody's gonna be standing too close to me. They're gonna get it. I'm going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to beat you up every day of your life. <laughs> can, can you see how small your head is 50 years from now? You got a little baby head now. Your little baby head is going to be babier. I see myself with really long gray hair. Uh-huh. But, like, it looks cool. Yeah. And wearing comfortable-ass clothes. What the fuck does that mean? Like, like, I don't know, baby. <laughs> Don't you wear comfortable clothes now? Why do you got to wait 50 years? <laughs> you sound so happy. I wear comfortable ass clothes, son. You don't know nothing about my life. Yeah, I'm like I'm like one of those old free spirits. Okay. You know? All of a sudden, I just imagine me and April, old as fuck, getting mimosas on the weekend. 
Talking about all the guys. Saying inappropriate shit to young waiters. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Yeah. Hey, Sonny, you've only had her 50 years younger. I'd show you the time of your life. You just you just pop out your teeth and just be like, Ew. you ever had a gum job? Ew. Come here, Sonny, how about a gum job? I was just going to say something really gross. Let it go. <laughs> Let I was going to say, pussy's been so good since 1982. <laughs> but then I was like, wow, in 82 I was born, so that's like baby <laughs> vagina and gross. shouldn't include that. Of course I'm a I will. Idiot. Yeah, let's get included. Is that all we're going to do? Do you want to do more? Let's do another one. Is there more? There is. There's one more. Hit me with it. <clears throat> it's it's a it's a It's a doozy? Yeah. Oh, just FYI, people. If you want me to keep you anonymous, let me know cuz otherwise I'm going to say your name on the question. Your full name. Your URL at least. <laughs> cuz I don't know your name. <laughs> This is from Rope and Coffee. I love those two. I love them too. They live close to us. I want to know which one is Rope and which one is Coffee. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Question for the next podcast. Just finished episode three. Great shit, y'all. Yeah. The missus and I run hypotheticals all the time. Oh, I thought it was her asking. It's he. It is he. Here's one we've asked each other. If one of you were injured to the point where you couldn't have sex anymore, you know, like a quad, like a quadriplegic, would you stay married? And if so, would you give your spouse a free pass to f- to get their fuck on if they stayed with, me- with you? God, I can't fucking read. Mr. and Mrs. Rope and Coffee. That's a great question. I'm saying, though, my man right there, Dan, I think his name is Dan. I'm 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 almost positive his name is Dan. That's right up my fucking alley because I'm I'm the king he of the hypotheticals. He loves the hypotheticals. Yeah. But that was a great example of a hypothetical. You should use that in your template. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can honestly say, if I were a quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. Quadriplegic. Quadriplegic. I love how people add like an extra syllable. Quadra. Quadriplegic. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, it's just quadriplegic. I should know that. Quadriplegic. If I couldn't use any of my limbs. Or your dick? Yeah, that's the fifth limb. <laughs> they should call it a, a quintoplegic. Quint, quinto. I'm sorry, baby. I got like Latin, I Greek, Italian, Spanish. You I don't, don't know. You don't know all those languages. I don't know them, but I'm I mean. Que cosa vuole fare questa sera, signorina? That's all I know. <laughs> what was um, that one again? That's, you um, want something to eat? What would you like to do tonight? Oh, nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, I totally give you a free pass, because when I get to choose... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, would we be talking about now, or like, like when you just envisioned that? Yeah. Are you thinking of us, like, next year, or yeah. are you thinking of us in, like, 30 years? I'm thinking, like, in the near future. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was, like, when we were older. We're still stuck on that 50-year question from... T- okay. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. As long as you don't come home telling me how great it was. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't want to be part of it. Uh-uh. The only way I want to be part of it, I want to choose the guy. Really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Because then I choose eight guys. <laughs> Why is it always eight? I love how we always say eight. I don't know. I like that number. You're cute. My favorite number is two. But you need eight. 
You need eight guys. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I think I would. I think that I, you know, we have such a loving and... <laughs> don't, don't laugh. I'm being serious. I know you are, but I'm just saying, man, I can't wait till you get hurt. I'm going to fuck everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're so evil. If I get in a car accident tomorrow, I like your you're going to feel so bad. Bueno, mi gente, lamentablemente llegamos al final. And if you don't know what that means, you need to step your fucking, you need to step your game up, step your lingual game up, yo. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? That's it. That's it, yo. Join accounts, episode four, put a fucking fork in it. Please go to joinaccounts.tumblr.com. Send us your questions. Confessions. Please, I love it. That's one of my favorite parts. I, I love the idea that people that we don't know are listening and contributing. I love that and too. Being a part of this. Yeah. And uh, because our self worth is based entirely on your praises, <laughs> please rate, review, and subscribe, and tell a friend. You know, and and for that, we'll buy you a bottle for Christmas, a, a bottle of Clorox, so you can so you can bleach your dirty little asshole. <laughs> What is wrong with you? And that's it, baby head. You motherfuckers stay black. And nasty. We love you. Bye. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. 